Welcome to the third episode of the Winfield Mount Union Football Podcast. And today we're going to continue talking about how better people become better players. Let's get it going. Welcome to the third episode of the Winfield Mount Union Football Podcast. Uh, just an update, we are available now on iTunes, so if that's an easier platform for you to listen to, uh, please check out iTunes. Look for Winfield Mount Union Football Podcast. As I mentioned earlier, we're gonna, today we're going to continue our talk about how better people become better players. Right? I got that idea from reading the book Legacy, 15 uh, Leadership Principles, brought by the All Blacks. The All Blacks are a rugby team down in New Zealand. They're with one of the winningest uh, professional franchises in any sports. Um, Great read if you haven't read it. Uh, Look it up. It's called Legacy. Uh, Today, first thing we're going to start talking about, um, they kind of go hand in hand, is the BCD. We've talked about this a little bit before. BCD is is an idea brought about by Brian Kite um, and his dad, uh, Tim Kite, uh, the Focus 3 leadership guys. BCD stands for Blame, Complain, and Defend. Um, you know, this is a very negative thing that uh, seems to be, uh, you know, seems to be easy to do, right? Blame BCD is is easier than looking for solutions and being solution based. Um, you know, as I scroll through Twitter, um, you know, and Instagram and things like that, all I see are uh, complaints. You know, complaints about this and that. And you know, as a teacher, you know, I always read about you know how we're underfunded in in all these things. And instead of looking for solutions, you know, people blaming their professors in college for not having enough time or blaming their teachers because their tests are too hard instead of internalizing it and maybe realizing that they aren't uh, prepared as well as they could be and things like that. Uh, You know, and, and so last year um, as an assistant girls basketball coach, we talked about eliminating BCD and eliminating BCD from your life is hard. It is ingrained in us right now, especially in the climate we live in uh, to blame other people, to complain about, you know, your situation and, and give an excuse or defend why you do things. And it's, it's just become so such a default mechanism, such a easy, easy way out of, of, uh, sticky situations is, is you just, um, you know, complain about it, move on, or you blame somebody else and, and, and do those kind of things, you know, and, and here at Winfield, uh, WMU, we, we've started, or we've talked a little bit about, it, and it's kind of gone by the wayside and it needs to come back. Um, about BCD and how to get rid of it. We gave out um, wristbands, uh, those little rubber wristbands that everybody wears. Um, you know, let's say Winfield Mount Union on it. If you if you BCD, you're supposed to change it from one wrist to the other. Um, you know, if you do it again, back to the original wrist and, and those kind of things. And and I'm afraid that 
we'd have some people that all they would do all day is spend time moving their bracelets back and forth. Uh, you know, so, um, it's one of those things that, you know, we brought some, some, uh, light to it as a school, uh, to try and change the culture around here, you know, into a more positive solution based one, you know, but it's kind of losing a little steam and we need to make sure that we always have that in our mind about how BCD doesn't solve any problems. It doesn't achieve any goals. Uh, all it does is get in our way and it actually makes, makes goals and, and achievements harder, uh, because you just keep putting up your own roadblocks and giving yourself your own little, uh, outs, you know? Um, so on the opposite side of BCD, I want to talk about gratitude a little bit. Um, you know, I read I read the book called Chop Wood, Carry Water uh, by by Joshua Metcalf, and, and that's a great book if you're looking to learn about the process. and And uh, it's a great read, easy read, uh, and a quick read. Um, you know, but um, so he talks a little bit about gratitude journal. You know, so uh, we'll get to that in, in, in a minute here. But you know, when we talk about BCD, if you can get rid of those and replace them with gratitude, you'd be surprised how much more positive your outlook on everything is and how much easier your life becomes. Um, I'm not saying that your your adversities is going to go away, um, but if you don't see everything as a giant hurdle, you see things as opportunities to get better and grateful for those opportunities, um, you know, the, the way you look at things will, will be completely different. Um, one of the ideas that, that I've read about, not only in that book, but in other places now, is you start a gratitude journal. Um, every day you write down something that you're grateful for, uh, you know, and, and I've done this myself now. I'm about my 10th day of being uh, on my grat gratitude journey. And uh, it, it does change your mindset. You know, you take a step back and it's so easy to find things that are wrong with yourself or wrong with your situation that when you start this, it's, it's hard to go, you know what, I am grateful for my job, or I'm grateful for uh, the way my wife and I get along, or I'm grateful for my daughter, or, you know, some of you, you're grateful that your car starts, you're grateful that you were able to get your crops in, you're grateful that, you know, it, it doesn't matter uh, what it is, it can be big, it can be small, right, but you're going to get out what you put into it. If you continue to put, oh, I'm grateful for, um, you know, the food I eat, I'm grateful for the air I breathe, you know, you're not really getting um, everything out of it that you could. You know, but, you know, as we talk about this gratitude journey, you know, would you be able to write about what you're grateful for every day? Right. It takes 30 seconds. Could you write down what you're grateful for every day? You know, to take a step back, kind of remove yourself, um, become mindful, you know, put you put yourself where your feet are and look at your life. And what are you grateful for? Like I said, it could be a multitude of things. Um, and and uh, it really does help change your outlook. Um, we had our banquet last night. Um, you know, and talking about gratitude, you know, at our banquet uh, for our football team, um, you know, we had kind of a rough season. And so, um, it, you know, it's, I was appreciative. We had all but one kid show up, which was awesome. Um, you know, and there was a family there and the boys gave me a thank you. Um, and they talked in there. Um, it was something that struck a chord with me. And it, it, one of the boys said that he appreciated all the time I spent away from my family. Um, you know, and the, and the boys understand, my, my players understand that uh, my family means a lot to me. We have a daughter that's two, and I enjoy spending a lot of time with her. And, and uh, you know, he, he this kid, I I don't know if it's happenstance or or just a coincidence or if he actually gets it, but about how much I really enjoy spending time with my family. Um, but, you know, when he wrote that, I was like, you know what, this kid gets it right now. And and I, I greatly appreciated that, that note. Um, it's one of those ones that I'm going to keep for a really long time. Um, you know, because that kid is it, the way he showed gratitude to me there and appreciation for not only me, but my time, 
um, you know, is, is something that I appreciate him recognizing. You know, one of the greatest gifts you can give somebody uh, is not something that you buy. It's your time, um, you know, and, and being present. And when you're with somebody, you put your phone down and things like that. And, uh, you know, I, 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 when this kid wrote, wrote that to me, I was like, you know what, that's a great topic for a podcast because for a high school kid to recognize that the coach spends, you know, countless hours away from his own family and, and doing things like that, you know, that's, that's pretty impressive, you know, and that's one of those steps that we talk about, um, you know, becoming a better person. And when you become a better person and you become aware of those things and you become aware of how other people are serving you and how you can better serve other people, right. you be all of a sudden you become a better player, you know? Um, so back, back to our banquet a little bit, you know, as, as the banquet gets over, um, you know, you have, you have your couple parents, you know, that come up and, and, and share gratitude and tell you how much they appreciate it. And thank you for everything you did this year. And, and a lot of them just walk by, you know, without, without saying anything. And, and that's okay. You know, we've got places to be and, and people have their own situations. And, you know, to those parents that, that said something, you know, I, I greatly appreciate that. You know, I appreciate everything uh, the parents and the kids do in order to be out for football. Um, I realize that it is not uh, an easy situation for a lot of people. Um, it puts a lot of, of strain on families. It puts a lot of financial strain on families um, and, and time strain. And I, and I get that. And, um, you know, it's it's one of those things that I, I truly appreciate the kids, the athletes, um, you know, those guys that are coming in lifting, those guys that come in and, and they play, you know, football is unlike any other sport. You only get nine opportunities and you're not guaranteed the postseason. Every other sport we have in high school, you're guaranteed uh, to make the postseason. And so, um, you know, those kids, they, they, they try their hardest, you know, we've got to build skill. We got to do a better job of coaches, uh, to optimize our talent, to get us where we need to be and where we want to be. Uh, but you know, those kids came with it for the majority came, you know, of the kids came with a great attitude, um, in order to work and get better, you know, and, and we've got a good group of kids coming up that I'm really excited about, um, because they're really embracing our standards of, of excellence. They're really understanding, you know, that I've got to be a better person in order to be a better player. And we're starting to see some of that pay off outside of, of football practice and outside of the weight room, um, you know. And so that that's great as a coach. You can start to see that cultural change um, of where we were and what we were in, in, into where we want to be and what we want to be. So, um, you know, hopefully we can continue to make that change and change our mindset and our attitude and our behavior. Um, you know, and, and we talk about gratitude, you know, um, it, as a player, once you can shift your mindset, um, you know, from have to to get to, um, you become a, a much more dangerous player and a much more uh, positive role model and, and uh, impact player for your team. That doesn't mean you'll become a, a starter or an all-conference player or anything like that. It just means that once you change your mindset from have to, oh, we have to run these sprints as opposed to I get to be in better shape so I can get up and down the court better or oh, we have to do this shooting drill is, as opposed to I get to work on my form and my skill, right? Once you realize that and change your mindset from one to the other, you really become, um, you know, a better teammate and, and a better player. Um, and that's one of those things that it's hard as a teenager to buy into that, you know, conditioning is a great opportunity and, you know, doing certain drills or opportunities to get better as, and not being like, oh, here we go. We got to do this again and, and those kind of things. And it, it takes a while and it takes some uh, emotional maturity uh, and self-discipline in order to to see it that way. Um, you know, and as coaches, we have to understand 
you know, we're dealing with 14 through 17, 18 year old kids um, that that have different experiences and we need to meet them where they are and do our best to, uh, you know, to try and instill those those values of of get to not want to and gratitude, uh, especially in this day and age, um, you know, so that they can see that this is a great opportunity for them um, to enjoy. You know, not everybody gets to to participate in high school athletics. Um, you know, we're lucky that at a school our size that, you know, we need everybody to participate in everything. Um, you know, in, in some of the bigger schools, kids don't participate in four sports and band and choir. Um, you know, you have your kids that do, but in a small school, you've got kids that are doing, you know, all four sports, band and choir, they're in FFA, they're in speech, you know, they're they're spread pretty thin. And, uh, you know, for them to be able to step back and, and realize how what, what a crazy, awesome opportunity they have. By doing that, um, you know, I think they become more self-aware, they become more mindful, and they become more appreciative of the opportunity that they have. Um, you know, and, and so as coaches, you know, we need to help them become aware. Now, you don't have to talk about how awesome your sport is and things like that, but, you know, somehow you need to instill that, that be be excited for your opportunity to play a game, especially with your community watching, right? Not a lot of activities allow you to perform just in front of your community, um, you know, you've got people, you've got your neighbors, you've got people that don't really know you. They're going to come and watch you and support you. And, and that's a that's a pretty awesome thing when you sit back and, and think about it. So my challenge to you here as I keep wrap this up and, and keep it short, uh, my challenge to you is to start a gratitude journal um, or, or to try and send out five notes that share how much you appreciate someone. Um, you know, it, it won't take long. You know, if you start a gratitude journal, my, my goal or my challenge for you is, is 10 days. If you can do it a week and a half um, straight, you know, weekend included, um, that that would be pretty awesome. And hopefully you understand and you like the feeling it gives you and it gives you that opportunity to reflect, um, you know. But my challenge to you, like I said, start a gratitude journal, do it for 10 days, um, you know, and share with me on Twitter um, at Scott McCarty12, that's S-C-O-T-T-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y-1-2 about how your gratitude uh, journal goes, or, you know, like I said, send out five little notes um, telling somebody how much you appreciate them and appreciate what they've done for you, uh, you know, or you appreciate what they've done for other people. Um, You know, you'd be surprised, like I said, how much, how mentally better you feel as opposed to how much, uh, you know, and how well you're making those, those people feel as well. So, um, you know, thank you for listening to the Winfield Mount Union Football Podcast. Um, if you have questions or comments or anything, uh, please contact me at, at, uh, on Twitter at Scott McCarty12. Um, and, and I look forward to uh, episode number four. Um, don't forget to live those standards of excellence of Winfield Mount Union Football. Uh, be disciplined, execute with excellence, and serve others. All right? Let's go out there and let's get better.